Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Genesis 27, every person is standing. Those of you who are online, would you wake somebody up? Amen. Somebody you know is supposed to be in church today. I so wish that you were here, but I am so glad that you are there. The power of God is not restricted to a building. Wherever it is that you are, I pray that the presence and the power of God would meet you right there. Genesis chapter 27. I want to uh, illumine just one verse, and that verse is verse number 20. Genesis 27 verse 20. First book of the Bible. Amen. Genesis 27 verse 20. Once you found it, once you say, I got it. If you can't find it, say, Lord, help me. Amen. If that was you, come get saved right now. Come, come join the church right now. Genesis 27 verse number 20. Isaac asked his son, how did you find it so quickly, my son? The Lord your God gave me success, he replied. You may be seated. Isaac asked his son, how did you find it so quickly? The Lord your God gave me success, was his response. I want to preach for a little while uh, this morning using as a subject, just be honest for once. Uh, Just be honest for once. Look at the person beside you. Tell them, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Look look at him. Say, the pastor want to know, will you just be honest for once? Just be honest for once. The best soul food ever stolen by white people. (laughs) The best soul food ever stolen by white people has got to be Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's got to be. A gentleman by the name of Harlan Sanders allegedly, allegedly came up with the recipe in 1930 knowing historically white people don't even season their food. (laughs) But it has ingredients that boast 11 herbs and spices. The colonel has a signed copy of the original recipe sealed in a safe that has been placed in the vault in the basement of their global headquarters next to the legal department. The recipe has armed security guards around the clock. They are so intentional on non-disclosure that they have one company blend five of the spices and another company does six. Then a computer processing plant 
blends them together. The company actually believes, hear this, that their secret is their greatest asset. They believe that their secret is their greatest asset. As a consequence, only two living board members at a time can know the recipe. While most of us aren't selling chicken, most of us feel like a chicken when it's time to divulge stuff about ourselves. In the book I want to recommend to you called The Secret Life of Secrets. The Secret Life of Secrets. The author's name is Michael Slepian. We discover that we suppress instances about our life that we deem attached to shame, are entangled with embarrassment, or hold the powder keg to destroy the identity that we manufactured. Columbia University has coughed up that the average person, y'all are not going to believe this, the average person listening to me today, the average person keeps around 13 secrets. The average person keeps 13 secrets and five of them they have never told. So within the safe deposit box of our souls, we hold the secrets about assault, about abuse, about arrest, about our assets, about our orientation, about our addictions, about infidelities, about infirmities, about anxieties, about unwanted pregnancies, about disabilities, about squandered possibilities, about unmet responsibilities, about liabilities, about our family history. Everybody in this room is holding on to secrets. The saved, the sanctified, The sinner, all of us have at least 13. We got more secrets than Jesus had disciples. Shouldering all those secrets is straining. You have to do the work of subconsciously reminding yourself. You have to remind yourself not to remember. You have yellow lights flashing in your mind, cautioning you not to overshare. Sitting at dinner tables and you are playing double dutch. Should I tell them? Should I not? Can they handle it? Can they take it? Is this too much? Should I keep it to myself? Because we don't even know where to enlist for witness protection. It's no longer acting when you have mastered being inauthentic. You have earned degrees in being disingenuous. The very threat of its unveiling will have you living on an edge that has morphed into a cliff and the shaky boulder of the truth has you trying to figure out do I commit emotional suicide? 
And so the litmus test of your closest friends, come on, look at me. Don't look at your neighbor. This ain't one of them sermons. Look at me. Do not look at your neighbor. Your closest friends are determined not just about love and loyalty. Your closest friends are determined by, can I trust you with my secret? That's who's the closest to me. It's who I can trust with it. And even that, I don't give them everything. I'm just giving them a piece of it. The people around the president are not called soldiers. They are not called militia. They are sworn in as secret service. And that's what a lot of people really want. They don't want friends. They just want secret service. Who will defend my secrets? So the people who are closest to you are the people who have been with you the longest because you can't afford to cut them off. They know too much. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I, 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 I got to hold them dear because I know if they spill the beans, it's over for everything. Who will defend my secret to the extent that they are willing to compromise their own integrity to defend my lie. That's who my real friend is. Their ethics will go on sale to protect my honor. When Adam consumed the forbidden fruit, he covered himself, himself in leaves, not because of the sin, but because of the shame. He didn't mind being naked until he heard God coming. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I'm telling you, I'm trying to figure out how you are in church covering up your secret from God. As if he don't know when you did it, who you did it with where you did it. Here's for five of y'all that's going to keep it a stack and how often you did it because it wasn't just one time. You ought to be thankful unto God because if nobody else, God will keep your secrets. It is amazing how many people hate you on speculation when God loves you with the evidence. Y'all make me sick. You sitting in here as if you ain't got no secrets, but here's where you ought to be shouting real quick. Would you just jump up and give God glory for covering your secrets, for, for the stuff that never got out, for the stuff that he held together, for the stuff he never get leaked. He held, held my secrets. You may be seated when, uh, when Cain killed his brother, Abel, he thought it was concealed in a field, but the blood started crying out. God, I can't hear nobody in here. Many of us uh, have adopted a victimization mentality that we are quick to go to God about what other people did to us but we are slow in recognition on how we made other people bleed. 
God, I can't hear nobody. It's some stuff you said, some stuff you did, some stuff you participated in, some rumors you spread, some tech messages that you forwarded out, and you got no idea how many people are staggering along from the dagger you inflicted on them, and the blood is crying out, but you ought to be crying for the mercy of God. I I know you want the blessings of God, but look at you with your self-righteous self acting like you ain't never hurt somebody acting like you ain't never broke somebody's heart acting like you ain't never lied to nobody like you ain't never cheated nobody like you never manipulated anybody but I stand on this rainy Sunday morning saying father forgive me because I got some blood on the ground First John 1 and 19 says, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and he's just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. I want you to know right now, if you'll just lift up that hand, I want to speak it over your life. Hallelujah. I speak over every lifted hand that God is releasing grace over unspoken secrets. Hallelujah. I thought you was going to shout better than that. Some, some of us should be in jail right now. Some of us have no business in church with our head lifted up. I'm, I'm telling you, if your parents had any indication of some of the stuff that you were involved in, you'd be scared to be in the house. But while we were yet sinners, he died for us. I, I ain't scared of none of y'all. I know you got your dress and your suit on, but don't don't sit in here like you ain't never smoked nothing, snorted nothing, like you ain't never slept with somebody. You ought to just be giving God glory that God's mercy covered you. He is a secret keeper. You may be seated. You, you have expended all of this energy fighting people who perpetuate lies. What if they knew the truth? God, I can't hear nobody. I know you ain't heard it in a while, but I I think this is a good place for me to make an announcement. Those of you who don't need it, don't worry about it. I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to somebody two rows behind you, but I want to make an announcement. You already know it. It's just a reminder. Here is the reminder. The devil is a liar. God, God, I can't hear nobody. I better say it again. The devil is a liar. I better say it just for five of y'all. The devil is a liar. And God wanted you to come here today to hear one thing. His grace is better than your shame. Whatever it is that you've been ashamed of, God said, be free from it. My grace is sufficient. Whatever it is that you have had to compartmentalize, stuff you've had to avoid, the stuff that you didn't want to confront, the stuff that makes you tremble in your sleep, the reason why it is that you avoid people from your past is because of the secrets that you don't want released. But I want you to know we aren't the first ones to try to keep a secret from the Father. In Genesis 27, 
When Isaac was old and had developed cataracts, he called for his oldest son Esau and said, Esau, I want you to go out into the field and go find some wild meat. And I want you to cook it the way that I like it. And then I want you to bring it to me. And after you found this wild meat, cook it the way that I like it, bring it to me, then I am going to bless you. I think you missed something here. The father said, I'm going to bless you. But before I bless you, I hope five of y'all will get it, you got to do something wild first. I I am not going to bless people who play it safe. I'm only going to bless people who push the envelope who are willing to take a risk. See, that's why a whole lot of people don't get with you because you are not as conventional as they are. But God said, I got a blessing for the wild ones, for the ones that been out there. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The ones that were in some stuff that should have killed them. I got a blessing for you. Those of you who were reckless with your own life and did some stuff that was stupid and crazy and had you had any business have said you would have never been there. God said that's who I got a blessing for. Not those that been in church their whole life but those of you that was balling out of control. I think I better talk to you. You were drunk and still don't know how you drove home. You slept with folk and don't know how you HIV negative. You took some stuff but there's no bullet in your body. God said the wild ones do something wild then come to me and watch me bless you but ladies and gentlemen this is where it gets interesting because uh, he said it to his oldest son Esau but Rebecca who's Isaac's wife is listening And she's listening to the plan that Jacob has for Esau. But Esau was not her favorite. She wanted the blessing to go to Jacob. So she pulled Jacob to the side and concocted a scheme to derail Esau from getting the blessing. She said, while your brother is in the wild hunting, Go to the backyard. I already got some animals in the stable. Cook it up so it tastes like it came from the wild. Give it to your dad. Watch this. And what should have gone to Esau is going to go to you. God help me. Would you lift up that hand please? Hallelujah. I'm burdened to even make this proclamation, but I am compelled to do so by the Holy Spirit. I pray that God will free you from the consequences of bad parental coaching. God, help me. There's some stuff you picked up that you didn't get from the street. You got it from the house. And I am praying over every lifted hand that God will sever the responsibility that should have come from good parenting but did not fall your lot. That God will destroy the generational curse that was on what was on your mother and what was on your father will not be on you. 
I break the get over spirit. I break the scheming spirit. I break the welfare spirit. I break the settling spirit. I break the nine to five for 20 years spirit that God will do in your life exceedingly abundantly beyond, watch this, what your parents could think what your parents could dream, what your parents could imagine, what they settled for, I never want you to live with. Says, I want to fool you, and I'm going to show you how to fool your father. And Esau was hairy, but Jacob was smooth-skinned. So he says, how am I going to pull this off? How am I going to pull this off? Watch this. When I don't feel like my brother. Why is this important? Because he knew what a lot of us don't recognize, and that is feelings lie. Y'all don't like this sermon. Your feelings will lie to you. Your feelings don't like confronting facts. Your feelings will try to convince you it's your fault that they hit you. Your feelings will blind you from seeing that your child is in love with the streets. Your feelings will convince you that they're coming back when they have clearly moved on. Your feelings are a lie. That's why you got to move past your feelings and tap the spirit. That even though I love you, you ain't good for me. Even though I like you a lot, you are toxic to my destiny and my assignment. The hardest thing you will ever have to do in trusting God is ignore your feelings and obey your spirit. But I got 30 of y'all in this room that said I didn't understand it then. But I thank God my spirit is stronger than my flesh. You got to ignore your feelings because your feelings lie. You got to be honest with yourself. Time has passed, but you're still mad about what they did. Be honest with yourself. You resent that they're succeeding while you're struggling. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Be honest with yourself. You still don't understand why you worked that hard for a degree but can't find a job in your field. Be honest with yourself. It makes you sick that you got to be this lonely when you are naturally a giver. Be honest with yourself. It is unfair how people in your own family treat you like dirt when all you try to do is reach out to them and exercise compassion. Be honest. You don't know why it is that God ain't answering your prayer, but he doing miracle signs, wonders, and breakthrough for everybody else while you stand and say it's me oh Lord standing in the need of prayer be honest with yourself said how am I going to fool the father when I don't feel like my brother 
So the mother coaches him and says, put something on your arms so you'll feel like him. God, help me in here. You are going to have to destroy the demon of familiarity. God, help me. You, come, that, that, that's for immature saints. In this season of your life, you can't be with somebody because you like how they make you feel. God, I can't hear nobody. I need somebody. I like the way they make me think and how they push me to go further and to conquer more. When I didn't have the Holy Ghost, all I had was feelings. He goes into the room, dressed up like his brother, got stuff on his arms so he feels like his brother. And the problem is that... uh, He's serving up a deceptive dinner. And the father's feelings have been lied to because he feels like his brother. The mistake that Jacob makes is he starts talking. The father said, wait a minute now. You feel like your brother, but you don't sound like him. God, we can may have church in a minute. See, so some of y'all are so caught up in feelings that you don't know the Father's looking for a sign. Hallelujah, because God knows the voice of his children. See, some of y'all only shout when you get to church. But there's a group of us that know I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. You can try to dance like me, but you can't worship like me. I need the children of God. Would you open up your mouth so that the Father hears your voice? I said open up your voice so that God I know that voice. Come on, cry out to her. That's the voice of somebody that needs their rent paid. I know that voice. That's the voice of somebody that's worried about their children. I know that voice. Said my feelings. My feelings may be off, but I know the voice. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I know your voice. Oh my God. I I know that voice. God, I can't hear nobody. I I, I know that voice. This this get ready to be your black test. This get ready to be your ghetto test right here. This this get ready to be the test for your hood credentials. If, if, If you ever was raised in the hood, Y'all ain't saying that. And you got a friend that comes to visit you. They ringing on the doorbell, knocking on the door. And you say, who is it? God, help me. If it's a real friend, those of y'all from the hood, if it's a real friend, you know what they're going to say? It's me. God, I can't hear nobody. When I call on God, God already knows it's me. I need somebody to shout in here. It's me, God. I need a miracle right now. It's me, God. I need deliverance. He said, um, uh, it's, it's me. I'm the one that needs a blessing. It's, it's me. Be seated. I need healing in my body. It's, 
It's me. You got to get me out of this job quick. It's me. I'm I'm the one that got to get out of this car as quick as possible. It's me. And the father is conflicted. The father is conflicted. Watch this. He's conflicted and confounded because he doesn't understand the feeling and the feeling don't match the voice. The feeling does not match the voice. You may be seated. I'm coming. The feeling does not match the voice. You may be seated. I'm coming. The feeling does not match the voice. I'm waiting on you. You may be seated. The feeling does not match the voice. And the father asked a question that you are going to be asked this week. Would you be seated? I got to ask you the question, please. Would you be seated? I'm trying to get you ready. The father asked a question that people are going to be asking you this week. The father asked a question that people are going to be asking you this week. It's right there in the text. The question is from the father, how did you get it so quickly? Oh my God. God, I got the wrong church right here. I I really thought y'all was going to shout better than that. Did you get it so quickly? They said it was going to take years for that bankruptcy to come off your report. How did you get it so quickly? How did you get that job that quickly? You just got that job. How'd you get that raise? God help me that quickly. You, you just met that man. How you get the ring that quickly? Y'all ain't got crazy faith. And I, I, I need you to note something is that um, Jacob lies. Jacob lies to the father and says, I got it this quickly because of the father. Hallelujah. There's any time he should have been on us. This was the time. God help me in here. But I declare and decree over every person who's in this room that Jacob's lie will not be yours. God, I can't hear nobody. When people ask you how you got it so quickly, the only thing you can say is God did this for me. Now, now, some of you all, I don't need you to shout. I don't need you to jump. I don't need you to respond. Because here's the crazy part is that quick blessings are getting ready to happen for those, here's your shout, who didn't do it right. God, 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 I can't hear nobody. Quick blessings are getting ready to come for those that are not perfect, that didn't dot all their I's and cross all of their D. But those of y'all that know, that's how I know it's favor. I don't deserve all of this, but His grace. How did you get it so quickly? How did you have this level of success? 
with your spending habits. How'd you get it so quickly? With your sexual history. How'd you get it with your not so stellar career? How'd you get it with your scholastic ineptitude? How did you get it so quickly when you are antisocial? God, I can't hear nobody in here. How, how did you get it so quickly when you have no social standing? How'd you get it so quickly when you have no sorority to speak of? You are going to have to declare God gave me this. God, I don't know where my worshipers are. I, God gave me this. God gave me this. Be seated, please. God gave me this. Hallelujah. 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 God gave me this. I got this because of God. God. God, God, God did this for me. Now, I, I, I got to brace you because this is an unconventional message that I really should not uh, be preaching until the third Sunday in May. But I had to preach it today. God, help me in here. God gave me this. This is my secret. The secret for where I am is because of God, and I'm telling you, the 12 of y'all, if you don't tear this church up, I'm packing up and going home. I got where I am. Hear this. Because of God, here's your shout. Because of God and my mama. God, God, God I can't hear nobody. My mother saw me through this. My mother believed in me. My mother guided me. She wasn't a perfect mother, but she did what was necessary for me to get in the will of God. I thank God for the Holy Ghost and for my mother. Y'all forgive me, it's getting ready to be a scream in this room. I am asking God not to give you a car, a house, or money, but y'all better tear the roof off of this building. I need you to give God glory for every mother that's struggling to raise her kids, struggling to give their kids a better destiny and a better way of life. I dare to open up your mouth that God will do it. Two, two waves of blessings. I get ready to hit this house. You may be seated. Two waves of blessings. I get ready to hit this house. Two waves of blessings. Hallelujah. I feel your power right here, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. There's getting ready to be a wave that's getting ready to flow through the earth. That God is getting ready 
to send blessings and keep it on the heads of mothers who had to struggle to get it together. I don't know where they are this morning. Whether they are in a sick bed, in a hospice, in jail, if they're drunk, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. God said, I'm getting ready to reward them for putting you at least on the path. I don't know where y'all are in this room, but I need to hear the sound of a hundred of you that need God to take care of your mother. You need God to do something. A breakthrough gotta happen for your mother. I dare you to cry out loud. This next wave, hallelujah. This next wave of blessings is for mothers who are raising sons. Hallelujah. God said you ain't gonna lose either of them. I'm getting ready to put a hedge fence of protection that they don't have to live a wild life in order to survive. God, I can't hear nobody. I wanna hear the sounds of mothers who are doing all they can to fight for your child's blessing. Would you cry out loud even right now? Come on, would you give glory out loud for what God is getting ready to do? Hallelujah. 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 I don't know where you are, but mother, you better scream. He ain't going to jail. He ain't going to be in the streets. He ain't going to be like his father. I need you to open up your mouth. Everything he needs is getting ready to be dropped into your son's life. And you sitting here like God ain't going to do it. The God of my salvation. You may be seated for the last time. I know y'all ain't gonna let that mother scream by herself. College scholarships are on the way. Mentors are getting ready to show up. Job opportunities are getting ready to happen. You may be seated for the last time, please, sir. For the last time, you may be seated. How did you get it so fast? How is it happening for you so quickly? I 
I want you to grab that neighbor's hand. I'm finished. I'm just not through. Grab that neighbor's hand. Once you have that neighbor's hand, I want you to lift it, please. Because I want to release your secret. As to why your blessings are getting ready to happen quickly. Here is the secret of your success. Pull on that neighbor's hand, please. Tell them I don't tell everybody this. But here's my secret. Come on, pull on them, pull on them, pull on them. Pull on them. Tell them I hope I can trust you with my secret. I don't confide in a lot of people. I don't fool with a lot of folk. But here's my secret. Goodness and mercy. Follow me all the days of my life. Pull on that neighbor. You got another secret to tell them. Greater is he that is in me. Come on. I'm waiting on my worshipers to show up. Though a thousand fall at my side, ten thousand are at my right hand. Here's my secret. There's a great cloud of witnesses that are hovering around me. Come on, pull on them. Here's your secret. Forgetting those things which are behind, I press towards the mark of the high calling. Come on, pull on them. Pull on them. I got to tell you my secret. It ain't my degrees. It ain't my looks. It ain't my background. The only reason why I keep finding success. Come on, shout it after me. The only reason I keep finding success is the devil knows my secret. I am anointed from the top of my head the soul of my feet I need those of you that are anointed for success would you open up your mouth I was born to do this I was born to take over the world I was born hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.